from the ground. Buttermilk biscuits, nice and brown. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Butter beans, peas, beets, and chard. Chickens running in the yard. Catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop him black gang candy stripes. Look at him loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast a show that is dedicated to the people of our Appalachian region who produce, prepare, and preserve our foods and agricultural products. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. Our theme song was graciously sung, arranged, and produced by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee, and we are just so proud of her. This morning, we are setting the table with Squirrel. We'll hear from Rachel Davis of Blount County, Tennessee, and hear how she cooks a true Appalachian treat, squirrel dumplings. I'll also be sharing a food memory with you from songwriter and singer Sean Camp and his own personal Arkansas food memory from his grandmother and grandfather Camp of Perry County, Arkansas. And from Fred Sossman's Potluck Radio series, we'll hear about a line of cast iron cookware that comes pre-seasoned. I want to thank you so much for your good company here today. I really appreciate it so much. Let's get started. Let's go down to Blount County in East Tennessee to the foothills of the Great Smoky Mountains and J&R Farm. This is a family farm with John and Rachel Davis and their three sons. The Davises raise hogs, chickens, beef cattle, and raise a big garden every year. And they also have a milk goat. They strive to live off the land just like their ancestors did, eating seasonally, and they love learning and utilizing and sharing skills that were common in rural Appalachia. John and Rachel Davis are both descendants of Townsend and Cades Cove and are raising their three boys to love family, farm, and history. Rachel keeps a blog and posts about their life on the farm and recipes that she both preserves and develops. And I'm happy to say that this innovative young family are frequent contributors to this podcast and broadcast. And her blog can be found at jandrfarmstn.com. Today, Rachel's going to tell us how she makes a dish that at one time was one of the staples of the Appalachian table, a dish that represents the ability to eat well and feed the family while living off the land. So let's hear from Rachel Davis right now and how she makes her squirrel dumplings. How do you make squirrel? Uh, first of all, get your husband to clean them for you. <laughs> Don't do that part. <laughs> but so uh, he'll get them cleaned and get all the hairs off and everything, and he's going to leave them whole. So say we have however many squirrels there that he's got. He'll clean them for me, leave them whole, and I'll just put them in the crock pot. And you could boil them in water all day, or not all day, just a few hours, but I prefer the crock pot because it's a little easier. Yeah, I bet. Um, so just put some water in with them, salt and pepper. 
And I got to thinking maybe some you know, garlic powder or Ooh, even yeah. a whole garlic clove would be good. You let them cook all day. And then when you go to make the dumplings, you save the broth. And it's in the crock pot. You know, the, the water that's in with the meat will make a broth. So then you go to make your dumplings for squirrel dumplings. And I use a recipe that was my great-grandmother's biscuit recipe. Okay. That's just how I make biscuits, so I just use that dough to make the dumplings, and it's just flour. A good bowl full of flour, probably half a stick of butter, a pastry blender, mix it up, and then put some milk in it to dampen it up and get it like biscuit dough. Then uh, just flatten it out, and you can cut strips and little strips, and then, um, then you'd get the meat off of the little bones. And the squirrels. I bet that takes some time, does it? Well, when it's in the crock pot, it gets so tender, they just kind of fall off. Oh, nice. So that's another nice thing about the crock pot, I guess. Mm -hmm. So you put the meat and the broth in another pot and bring it to a bowl. Mm -hmm. And that way you can cook your dumplings. So drop your dumplings in the bowl in water and then let it cook for, I guess, 20 minutes. Yum. Season it up and then... That's it. <laughs> well, now, what was your great-grandmother's name where your biscuit recipe yes, comes from? Yes, her name was Mabel. Mabel Tipton Eldridge. Okay. And that's my mother's paternal grandma. So. All right. Yeah. She's well, from the area. So. Rachel Davis just shared with us how she makes squirrel. And I love how uh, John, your husband, wanted to be sure you could make squirrel dumplings before he before he married you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, I never made them before. I never really made anything before, so it's a wonder that they turned out. Because <laughs> I never really cooked that much before we got married. But. And you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. We've just heard from Rachel Davis at J&R Farms in Blount County, Tennessee, and how she makes her squirrel dumplings. Rachel has a blog where she shares stories of their farm life, recipes, and the history of her Appalachian ancestors from the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Information of her blog at jnrfarmstn.com and a link to Rachel's blog along with links to all of my guests and topics for each show and the podcast of this show, always tennesseefarmtable.com. And up next is a visit that I had with singer-songwriter Sean Camp a while back. This is a food memory involving Squirrel and his grandmother and grandfather, Camp, of Perry County, Arkansas. thinking, gosh, wouldn't it be sweet if you, I don't know, maybe you got some good Arkansas food. Well, you, like you know what, up. I bet you I can tell you something that you've probably not covered on here is uh, uh, we'd go squirrel hunting and that's what we'd eat sometimes when I was a kid. My grandpa, man, he he always, he would eat the, he would eat the head, he would eat the brains of a squirrel. <laughs> and so I was a kid, you know, a little kid, and I was like, I thought that was the coolest thing there was, you know, as a little 10, 12 year old kid. And we went had a squirrel hunt and he cleaned them my my mama cooked them up you know rolled them in flour and stuff and, and i ended up with the you know the head and it was like uh i couldn't do it it was there was no way that was going to happen with me <laughs> i used to think i liked like to eat squirrel when i was a little kid and that's that's some that's some hillbilly stuff going on right there but uh, uh but uh i don't eat squirrel anymore it's been a long time not even with sweet potatoes and bacon 
I would if you had it out here. Are you going to cook any tonight? Well, I didn't bring any food at all. Well, so now tell me your grandma and grandpa's name that that, that's, that story uh, is from. Well, Marin Camp, and uh, that's my daddy's daddy, you know, and, and uh, Edith Camp. Right. Edith Chisholm Camp, yeah. And what part of Arkansas? Uh, Perry County, Arkansas, about 50 miles northwest of Little Rock in the foothills of the Ozarks. And, All right. And, uh, we're just uh, we're just uh, came from the hills, you know. But they're proud of you, or were proud of you. Are yeah. you still? Do they? Do you still have them with you? No, they they've been gone since the mid nineties, early nineties, I guess. But uh, my folks are still alive and still doing well. But, Good. Yeah. Well, now that ain't the grandpa that I know. Was that about him, or is that about one of your kinfolk? Well, yeah, it was about him actually. My it's my dad's dad, and one Christmas day I was. Uh, he was in intensive care in the VA hospital in Little Rock, and I'd never seen him when he didn't have a clean-shaven face and, you know, well-kept, and uh, uh, and I had to help him shave that, that day, and it was just really hit me, you know. And then I had to drive to Nashville. I was packed up in the truck and ready to go to Nashville when I left the hospital. And uh, so about a couple of verses came to me in that drive, and then within a couple of days I got with my buddy Tim Menzi and... Uh, Tim and I compared notes on our granddaddies, and they were really similar. Both wore overalls and plowed with mules and just, you know, uh, really country folks. And he was from Mechanicsville, Virginia, Tim Menzie is. But uh, uh, we just compared notes and put them together, and that's how we came up with the grandpa that I know. And you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and we've just heard from singer-songwriter Sean Camp and his food memory involving Squirrel and his grandmother and grandfather Camp of Perry County, Arkansas. Let's hear the song that he just mentioned and he co-wrote about this grandfather he referenced. The song is called Not the Grandpa That I Know. I won't commit this day to memory 
That ain't the grandpa that I know That ain't the grandpa that I know His hands sowed each single seed Then he'd pray for rain and fight the weeds He'd pray for rain and fight the weeds He said the simple life suits me fine Never dreamed beyond the county line Grandma was his boyhood bride He'll be back in her arms tonight He'll sleep there in her arms tonight They've got him laying there in pinstripes How'd they get him in that suit? I guess the Lord will recognize him Without his overalls and you They all say so natural, but all I see is a cold, dark hole. I won't commit this day to memory. That ain't the grandpa that I know. They played a pretty organ number, swore it was his favorite too. But I know he'd prefer my fiddle. They all say he looks so natural, but all I see is a cold, dark hole. I won't commit this day to memory. That ain't the grandpa that I know. That ain't the grandpa. And you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. You just heard a song co-written and performed by Sean Camp about his grandfather that we referenced in our visit and Sean's food memory involving Squirrel. The name of the song is Not the Grandpa That I Know. 
Up next is Fred Saussman in his Potluck Radio series, and this one involves a new line of cast iron from Lodge in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. And I just want to mention a little note here that Lodge does not advertise on this show. This is Potluck Radio. I'm Fred Saussman. The oldest family-owned cookware company in America now has a new product line. It's called Blacklock, says Kelly Peterson, product manager for Lodge Manufacturing in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. The name Blacklock came from our original foundry. When Lodge first started back in 1896, we were originally called the Blacklock Foundry. And then... um, A fire burned down the foundry in 1910, and when that happened, uh, Joseph Lodge relaunched the foundry as Lodge Cast Iron. Blacklock is triple seasoned in the foundry. Mark Kelly is public relations manager for Lodge Manufacturing. The biggest change for our company was in 2002 when we started foundry seasoning our cookware. If 17 years later, we're sold in 80 countries around the world. Lodge says Blacklock cookware is ready to use right out of the box. The features on the pan are that it is triple seasoned, which gives you this really nice and natural nonstick finish. makes you think of a more well-used cast iron pan that has that seasoning built up. And then there's the lightweight aspect. The handles are raised, making them a little more ergonomic. And then they're also, they have a cool V to them, so the handle kind of forks. What that does is kind of um, keeps the heat from building up in the handle. The items in the collection include a 7-inch skillet, a 10 and a quarter inch skillet, a 14-and-a-half-inch skillet, which is you know, pretty sizable, and then a 12-inch skillet. We also have a 12-inch square grill pan, a 10 by 20 double burner griddle, and then lastly, a five and a half quart Dutch oven. Chefs are loving these. They heat up quicker and cool down quicker. For Potluck Radio in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, I'm Fred Saussman. This is Sheila Pennycap, the woman behind the seed library at the Blount County Public Library, and you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. It has been an honor to have your good company. We always love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or through the website TennesseeFarmTable.com. I'd sure love to hear from you and swap some recipes and stories. Big thanks to Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee for the musical arrangement and singing and recording of our theme song, for updated appearances, schedule, news, and her new recording. Connect with Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.